Welcome to the Book Snarks podcast, where hosts Heidi and Crystal talk about the books that keep us up at night. Before we get started, on today's episode, we have to give you a major, major spoiler warning. We are talking about all things Fourth Wing. We also mention the entire Sarah J. Mass universe, so a Court of Thorns and Roses series, Throne of Glass series, Crescent City series. Yep. We also allude to Harry Potter characters, <laughs> some tropes. I think I mentioned Dwight Schrute, so if you haven't seen The Office, um, <laughs> you won't get that reference. But please, if you have not read Fourth Wing, just tag this episode and come back to it later. Yep, don't, don't waste your time, and we would love you to read it and come back to us. All right, welcome, welcome, guys, to our first episode, our first full episode. We are talking about Fourth Wing today, all things Fourth Wing, Fourth Wing theories, things we loved, characters, and everything we want to see from Iron Flame. Let's just start with a summary. So the book, we're, we're also assuming that everybody that's listening has read the book, so I'm not going to yes. get too deep into a summary, but I think it's worth doing a quick one to get our bearings for the conversation. All right, so we meet Violet, seen entering Bazgayeth War College. She's climbing up the stairs to meet her mother before she goes into the college. The first thing we learn is that she was not supposed to go there. For some reason, Mama Mama Sorengale wants her to go. We meet her sister, <laughs> who says, stay away from Zayden Ryerson. Go find Dane. Dane will protect you. Every reader that's read a enemies to lovers trope immediately knows Zayden is going to be a hunk. She goes to the war college. She comes off the parapet. We do meet Dane. Dane wants to protect her, but he's a little overbearing. Not sure how we feel about Dane quite yet. We like him. We don't like him. Who knows? Violet thrives in the writer's quadrant. She bonds not one, but two dragons. We love the dragons. She bonds. Then her and Zayden get steamy. We love to see it, but Zayden's keeping secrets. Fast forward again to the end of the book, and we get a surprise cliffhanger ending where Violet learns that her brother, who we presumed was dead, is now alive and fighting with Zayden and crew in the rebellion. Yes. <sighs> Mind blown. Mind blown. Skipped a lot there, but there's I so mean, much to go over. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it. Favorite highlights. My first favorite highlight is right at the very beginning of the book, really, is when she takes our main antagonist, Jack Barlow, by the balls, quite literally, with her dagger. <laughs> Yes. Everything leading up to that had been like painting this kind of Violet's a, a weakling, kind of fragile, whatever, which is a very recurring theme throughout. Love that. But it sets the tone for her to be kind of yeah, a badass. I love it. That was my first favorite part. I love it. I love it because it does set it up to the reader understands that she is a strong female lead and she's not going to be fucked with and she's not going to take crap. She's going to still try her hardest. Like you said, we, we were painted this picture of her being kind of fragile and not really ready for this. So I love that. I love when the dragons come into the story. I, I love more than anything, Taryn and his snarky little attitude. But let's talk about when Taryn, this is after she gets with Zayden and she gets her signet (laughs) Yes. And she's having trouble controlling the lightning, okay? So she's at the, I think it was Professor Carr. She's at the top of the mountain with Professor Carr. He's like, what'd you do last night? How did you e-channel? You did, you're doing so good. We just need to get this under control. And Taryn just, should I get the wing leader? So I get I the mean, wing leader? <laughs> I love well played, Taryn. Well, well yeah. Played. Yeah, he was, he's such a good character. And when he was introduced, I think the story just got so much better. Yes, um, that's a good one. When she finally tells off Dane, it's just like chef's kiss. 
So after she makes up the gauntlet, she makes it through threshing, but he questions her about how she got up the gauntlet because his girl, Amber Mavis, didn't like it. So he questions her kind of honor and how she got up. He didn't think she was going to survive, whatever. And I'm going to read word for word what she says because I love it that much. She says, the reason we'll never be anything more than friends isn't because of your rules. It's because you have no faith in me. Even now, when I've survived against all odds and bonded not just one dragon, but two, you still think I won't make it. So forgive me, but you're about to be some of the bullshit that this place cuts away from me. Yes. Love it. Get it, it, girl. I know, right? I, yeah, I love that about this book. There's a lot of really good portraits of strong womanhood. Yes. And fuck Dane. Dane's stupid. <laughs> and we all, by this point, when she's telling him that, we're all, as readers, understanding like, that Dane sucks yeah, at this point. Yeah, he's the worst. Totally. Second one, obviously I'm just fangirling Zayden and Violet's relationship because my all-time favorite scene in the book is when Violet goes after Zayden on the parapet and this is after the you know anniversary of Mm -hmm. the Battle of Arisha party reunification day or whatever yeah exactly Yeah. yeah and she tells Liam to get lost she's gonna go find Zayden he's been playing kind of hard to get for a while and she's like no screw that plan we're gonna we're gonna make this work right now and I think it is Garrick and Bodhi that are sitting on the other side of the parapet she sends them away and just goes out and gets him another instance of her just being a baddie and yeah. getting her way yeah Violet's just cool she's a good female lead yeah which kind of kind of takes us into our character highlights yes because I'm gonna start off with Violet which you've already said some of the things that I was going to cover for her. But honestly, <laughs> Violet, a.k.a. Violence, is our female lead. Um, I love violence. I love violence. I know. She's introduced with all the ways that she shouldn't make it into the writer's quadrant. She should be in the scribe's quadrant. And it lists all of her faults. And she's, screw you, I'm going to be fine. Her sister Mira tells Violet to look for Dane. Dane is her best friend for however long. All of her circumstances and all of her relationships that she makes and whatever, she not only survives, but she thrives in the writer's quadrant. She realizes that she loves it. She just kind of proves time and time again that she's not a damsel in distress. No. And she's mentally strong. Yes. And super smart. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love her, her braininess is is one of my favorite things about her. Yes. And her love interest, Zayden, let's get into him. Yes. He's our broody eldest of the marked ones, as they call them. I'm, I, I do not like that term, but I guess the rebellion's children. He really takes on that role of eldest. He, he looks out for the marked ones. He really takes them Absolutely. on as his own. And he also, I think he's got an inner conflict with uh, his love for Violet and his obligation to look after these marked kids. So he likes to Violet a lot. We'll get into this when we talk about Iron Flame, but I think that that's a redeemable quality when you're lying to protect a group of kids, basically. Yeah. But I love Zayden. He's strong. He's got a cool signet. He's got the cool dragon. He's just set up to be our favorite love interest for Violet. And I think yeah. that they go really well together because they're both very strong. The other thing I really love about Zayden is that he never, Dane, he never claims that Violet is weak in any way. He believes yes. in her through and through and knows that she can survive the writer's quadrant and is strong. He calls her violence, which, you know, we love. We We do not love Dane. Speaking of Dane. (laughs) Oh, Dane. How do I hate thee? Let me count the ways. 
<laughs> um, Dane is not necessarily our antagonist of the story, but he gives it his best college try. <laughs> He's supposed to be Violet's best friend since they were five years old. His dad is Violet's mom's aide, so they've been together for all of their lives. He's a year older than Violet. He is their squad leader. He's a major codex follower, never straying from the rules, mostly. <laughs> Turns out Dane is the overprotective asshole that we all hate. And yeah. he feels like he's obligated to just oversee like every part of her life and it's annoying yeah totally he is bonded to Kath. his signet is retrocognition so he can see people's more recent memories he really really wants zayden's job next year he just gives all of the creeper vibes and yes he does He's giving, his... he's giving like mall security guard or yeah. Dwight Schrute. Home. He thinks very highly of himself. <laughs> yes. He's an assistant to the assistant wing leader or something. Yes. Something. Know. Yes. But here's an off the wall question. Do you think okay. Dane's going to have a redemption arc? Nope. No. I, oh, I, well, no. you know what? Maybe he is, but I just don't want him to. Like I, <laughs> I really like disliking him. So yeah, he is dislikable. I don't That's want like... him to end up being the martyr at the like in book five. Right. Just uh, no, I don't. I don't think he has a redemption arc. How about you? Do you think so? Yeah, I do think he will totally have a redemption arc. Okay. And, but but I think it'll be I think it'll be him deciding last minute before a battle or during a battle play the good guy and help Violet and crew and he'll probably yeah. sacrifice his life for it. It'll be like very Snape like energy. No. You're gonna die and then we're gonna figure out he was kind of good or something like that you know time will tell he is yeah. very unlikable and so i like to hate him too much i don't i don't want him to be yeah it seems as though Taryn and andarna and sigail do not like kath his yeah. dragon which is yeah. kind of telling yes Taryn's yeah. always pushing him around basically yeah <laughs> shouldering him out of the line you don't belong here yeah like i'm i'm gonna be go ahead and take this leadership role there, Kath. You get to the back of the bus. They don't, like, dragons don't like a lot of people that aren't their bonded writers, but he, mm-hmm. like, really hates Dave. So I know, yeah. Team Dane. I know, <laughs> yeah. So there might be something to that, too. Like, the dragons know more than we know. The, they know more than the humans know, and I think the books, the Empyrean, right? Yeah. And the Empyrean is the dragon's leadership government like their, structure, their I guess. Government. Yeah. Tarn and Darna, Sigil, they, they all know things about that world that we have not figured out yet. So the fact that they don't like Kath tells me a couple of things. One, there's some rifts in the dragon world right that might carry over into the human world and that there's things at play that we also don't understand but if Taryn and Andarna and Sigail don't like a dragon then I automatically don't like them either that's just the rule I had that thought too a rift in the dragon world when she is getting her saddle he talks about how the the front part of it couldn't be leather because if he takes fire to the front then it would burn oh yeah hurt yeah but and so she's like in her head is like I'm not even gonna mention that the only way we would see fire is from other dragons so he already like I feel like he's planning to take fire from other dragons. Yeah, she that's a really good yet. point. Totally, that's a really yeah. good point. I forgot about that. Good guys and bad guys in the dragon world. Yeah, for sure. Do we want to talk about who we think are good guys and bad guys in the human world? Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> and not just our like the the people that we know are not like Jack is a bad guy. We're not like yeah, we're not yeah. talking about that. Yeah, the ones but, that are still up for speculation. Yeah. Yeah. Do we think that Mel... We, well, we do. Melgren is a bad guy. Melgren's a bad guy. 
Melgren seems like an asshole. Yeah, he's giving asshole vibes. I think, and this one could be a debatable one, but I think Markham, Mm -hmm. the head of the scribe quadrant, I think he is fishy. I think he could be a bad guy. Hmm. I don't know about that one either. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence on that one. He wanted to get her back to the scribes. He gave like every opportunity and worked with Dane to get her back to the scribe quadrant. So you know what? And Violet's dad died and probably Mm -hmm. under Markham's watch. Yep. I feel like he's questionable. Questionable for sure. And then Daddy Atos. I think he's a daddy asshole. I think he's who Dane keeps running to with all this information he's getting from being a little too touchy with Violet. That's what I think. I think he's calling old Daddy Atos for sure. Lilith, good or bad? I think she's going to be good. I do too. (laughs) It's it's my my mom heart. I have the heart of a mom and I just can't... I can't fathom. I think that she's good and it will. I really hope that's one of the things that that kind of comes out in Iron Flame. Is that I, she's think so. actually... I hope so too. Yeah. I know. It might be future books because I, you and I were talking about this earlier and you mentioned that because she's not allowed to see Violet for three years, right? So we mm-hmm. still have two more years where she can't really be involved in Violet's life. So mm-hmm. we might not find out until book four or five. Book four, yeah. I'm fingers right. crossed we find out sooner. Other good guys. I think Daverna is a good guy or a good girl, I guess. I do think it's I think it's a little fishy that they withhold some of the battle briefs that they get. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I think that Daverna is going to be in on the rebellion, personally. Interesting. She's the one that does battle brief every time, right? Yeah. I think so, too, to some respect. But she seems real cozy with Markham because remember in that one scene where she turns to Markham after like a very highly classified question was asked about the wards breaking down? Yeah. She like looked yeah. over at him and she's like, like that's above your pay grade or whatever yep. she said. So, um, hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that that maybe. I think more of the professors will, will we're going to learn more about them in future books though. I think they're going to yes. have more of a role. So Agreed. we'll see. Well, Any other, other professors. Good guys? I think other professors. Carr, the magic wielder teacher. I think he's mm-hmm. I don't know, either one of them, Carr or Cory, Kaori. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And to counter that, Tarn, when they oh. were on top of the mountain with Violet, mm-hmm. uh, he was not digging on Professor Carr. He's no. like, I, I don't trust If he this takes guy. one step towards you, he mm-hmm. said, like, I will melt his bones or whatever he said. I don't yeah, know. torch the ground where he stands or something. Or yeah. maybe that was for days. He says that a lot, yeah. <laughs> I, t- Tarn. Oh, he says Tarn. that a lot. <laughs> a lot. He, protective dad vibes. I love it. There's so much we don't know in a five book series. It's all speculative right now. Speaking of, you know, what we don't know, let's jump into theories. Yes. Let's. I'm excited about this. Theories is what I think really get this fandom going. Yeah, more than any other. I do not remember this with Throne of Glass for sure. It never happened it, mm-hmm. that I saw. And not even really with Avatar. I don't even really see it with Crescent City. And like, those are some of the most SJM kind of set the bar in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and you, I mean, you the just world don't building? see this kind of speculation theories, so much conversation around what's coming. I don't, I don't know what's made it different, but I love it. I, I do too. It's so fun, so fun. <laughs> Marked ones having two signets potentially. How do we, how do we feel about that? Yes. Is it? There's so many kind of facets. Gosh. Like, is it because it's Melgren? I can't remember Melgren's dragon's name, but he's the one who gave them their marks. Correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. So speculation as to did he intentionally or unintentionally give them 
additional magic. It is like a conduit for magic, like their relics. Yeah. Does it give them a way to communicate within each other? Totally. I think, yeah. I think yes to all of it. I think it too, it's canon. It's canon in the in the fan base right now that the, the March ones have second signets. Yeah. You know? I mean, Imogen, Mind Wipe, and Super Fast. Mm-hmm. Liam was Farsight and Ice Wielder. And yep. Zayden, we know Shadow Wielder. Is it going Absolutely. to be intensive? Minds. Yeah. yeah. If not, I if mean, it's not just Violet. There's kind of foreshadowing to that because we don't know yet. Maybe not. I don't know. But there's, we don't know yet that Scale, Tarn, and Violet, and Zayden can all like communicate mind to mind. But. Early on, when she first bonds Taryn, he's, Taryn threatens him, like, don't try to read me right now. Uh, yep. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think that, that. Taryn, Taryn knows. Can he read the dragon's minds? I don't know. I bet he can. If Taryn was like, don't read me, human. Don't. Like, yeah. that means that Taryn knows from Sigale that he could probably read dragon's minds. I do think that they probably have a good ability to block. Sure. people like him out but i don't know man i don't know yeah and do they know when he's doing it because you know violet got the tingles right but she didn't know what that meant she didn't put it together i don't think she even has yet it's like resand tapping on pharaoh's walls you know like talent scraping it like let me in let me in totally i don't know i don't know man i love that one yeah that's one. that's one of my favorite theories is that they have multiple pa- because they should they were they got the raw end of that they deal got the, like short way short end of the stick so yeah. i do what is here's a I, this is a good theory too there's just so much speculation around it but what prompted the squadron change for violet the six months prior to conscription day <laughs> i love this one too what are your thoughts i don't know i don't know i have so many ideas but i can't hammer it down because every theory in this in this realm changes other theories in, in the fan base i was going through tiktok my favorite one is from josh yes Josh. He crushed this. We'll put his handle in the podcast. In the show notes. notes. Yeah, in the show notes. Yeah, he killed That's, this one. Oh my gosh. If you haven't checked that one out, go watch the whole video. It's like six comment, whatever speculation. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so good. But basically, did Lilith's dragon tell Lilith that Violet needed to be switched? Like they're in, she's going to be needed for the rebellion. Was it all orchestrated by the dragons? Because they knew what power Violet was going to have. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's my, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. And it was Josh who pointed out that it's the dragons who have more story than we're than we know because yes they might be pulling some strings that we we don't know about yeah including violet because there's a direct line from the dragons to violet even if she was a scribe because through her mom through her sister so they can still pull some strings there another one that kind of goes with it was she forced into the rider squadron because if her dad was part of the rebellion, it's kind of like the rebellion's kids or the marked ones that were are forced into the writer's squadron. Was Violet also switched to have to go because Ooh, it's like the, punishment. everything has to be in balance. Right. Her. Yeah. That's another one. He has that I, to pay the price for yeah. dad being or being part of the rebellion in some way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is totally possible. I think that is absolutely possible. The only question I have is dad was part of the rebellion and leadership knew about it. I feel like Mama Sorengale would lose her position as second in command. Maybe. Unless they know I, how unless like, she played it valuable. Really good. 
yeah like how valuable she is to like is she playing both sides that well right and she she might have manipulated it and said she didn't know or whatever which is another theory we'll get into yeah i don't know there's yeah. a lot to mama thorngale we could do you want to jump know. to let we should do that yeah. right now is she good or bad she is so 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 cold <sighs> to violet in the beginning i really feel like it's because she knows that Violet won't stay in the writer's quadrant. If she is not like, if you try and leave, I'm going to drag you back. It makes her kind of stand up to Dane or Markham and all the people that are like, just, just come on back. It's going to be way safer for you. Yeah. If Lilith hadn't done that, I think she would have left. But there's so much, I mean, we can get into the storm on the parapet. Yes. Is it Lilith sent? A coincidence. I think it is. <laughs> is it used as a way to a keep Jack away to save her from Jack, but somebody else said is it kind of like Zayden's shadows had she fallen could she have caught Violet with her yes. storm would she do that would she even do that that's good that's a good yeah. one I remember that one that one was really good yeah but yeah I think I totally think she's good I think she's good I think she's playing uh, the double agent which we yeah. love to see I think mm -hmm. she's misunderstood I think she's a little cold but she does she's not a hugger no she's not a hugger <laughs> it only gives like one example of her giving Violet a warm look and it's when she's talking about her dad and how much Violet kind of resembles her dad I think maybe a little bit looks wise but mostly the scribe tendencies and then it disappears yeah, like that right she's so. got a good uh, mask she's good at masking yeah should I imagine being in the writer's quadrant and then going on to be a war general? You pretty much can just decide when you're going to let an emotion yep. show and not. I think she can do that. I think everybody that has been through war like that for years yeah. can probably mask pretty good. How many times do they talk about Zayden? doing the same thing like he shows emotion for like a second and then it yes. goes back to his indifference yes. mask totally that's a great point that's a great yeah. point and he's been doing it for for so long but he's also been through some things so yeah goes with right i think she's good i think she's good too but <laughs> another theory that came through that's sort of on the same page is violet's mind wipe okay this came through well at her in the show notes as well but rachel pearson oh, mentioned yeah. that she thinks that rebellion kids violet zayden and mama sorengale were all working together prior yeah. to the decision to put her in writer's quadrant and then about six months before she went into the writer's quadrant would have been the same time as dane getting his signet right because yeah. that's about the time you start bonding and channeling and that changed the trajectory of their plan because now Violet needs to get her mind wiped to go into the writer's quadrant to protect herself from Dane. Mm -hmm. The theory being that there's still a couple things that Violet should know that she kind of doesn't remember, which is funny throughout the, the book. And then this would also explain Zayden's perspective of being in love with her longer than she even realizes, yeah. longer than she can imagine. This one was really interesting to read and it, it seems so far-fetched but we've seen these but, like mind wipe storylines happen in other books it's not completely out of the question yeah this is one i could go either way on i think i can see it there's a lot of merit to it but it is could be far-fetched <laughs> yes I, I really can't call this one i hope that we find out this book but i don't yes. think we're going to <laughs> i don't think so either I, don't think so. <laughs> I think if it was a mind wipe situation we would find out in iron flame i don't think that it would play out through it in multiple books i'd be shocked if in book four we find out the whole thing was just a, a ruse and a lie and she had her mind wiped. Yeah. I don't think no. Rebecca would do that to us. 
Oh, Yaros. I mean, she's <laughs> she's pretty ruthless. She's not afraid to yeah. do some dramatic things. She's not. But I do think when Violet gets back to Bazgaeth in Iron Flame, she's going to be a double agent. I think she's going to pretend that, that Zayden's gone, maybe, or Zayden's not around, and yeah. double-cross the double-crosser. There's going to be some stuff like that. I do. I wonder how that's going to go, though, because they know that she has to still talk to him. Like The dragons are still mated. They still have to right. see each other. I think she's going to be... A spy too. I just don't know how that looks. Me too. Me too. I think there's going to be a lot of mind talking between her and Zayden. I hope so. Because I really like that banter. <laughs> Me too. It's giving like a Reese and Pharaoh when Pharaoh totally. went back to the spring court, you know? Totally. I think that's kind of the direction we're going to go. But I wonder yeah. if it's going to be Zayden died and Sigale is going to stay hidden I don't I mean, know. I, we do know for sure, based on the blurbs of the book that we have of Iron Flame that we do have, that she did go back to Bazgaeth. She's in mm-hmm. year two. She's protecting Sloan, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about Iron Flame. Let's there's so much there. There's yeah. so much there. Uh, there's so much I want to see. For instance, I would love to see love interest subplots. Yes. Like Garrick and Imogen, for example. Yes. My Imogen's my girl and I want a happy ending for her. I do too. But I don't have a good feeling. I like that that's who she's kind of checking out. I, I hope that. And I like Garrick. I'm excited to see what his signet is because I don't feel like we know that. We don't know that yet, right? We don't know that. No, we don't know that yet. I want to know what his power is. I feel like it's going to be awesome and it's been classified and that's why we don't know. So like the two of them together are kind of like our secondary power couple since Zayn and Violet can't be together. So that's one I probably hope to see most. That's a good point about his signet. He has two, right? Like the other marked ones. Likely. 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 So it will be interesting to see what his signets are. What do you think they are? I think they're about protection or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Too hard to guess. It is. He's so loyal. He always has Zane's back and he's always, he's just his right hand. And so if your signet is who you are at your core, it's gotta be some, some kind of protection related. I don't know. I think the Gaelic, I'm I'm not sure if it's Gaelic, but there's, you know, the name meanings that have come, in, yeah. come out. Garrick's was general or like war commander or something like that. It's, just, okay. it's very Cassian. It's giving very Cassian. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> or Adian even, you know, just like good yeah. at organizing a battle and yep. things like that. What about Riddick? Who do we want Riddick to end up with? No, man, I don't know. I just love him so much. I do too. <laughs> he's got to, he's, somebody's going to give him a hard time. Like, you just know his character is going to be head over heels in love and they're going to play hard to get with him. What if it's Sloane? What if I it's... Know, what if it's Sloane? That'd be cool. That would I'd be. But when they start channeling and they're talking, like, the, all the professors can kind of, like, make their voices louder. Mm-hmm. And Violet's, like, heaven forbid when Riddick can figure out that trick because he just ha- always has a joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, man. I don't know. I like him so much. I do, too. He's He's, like... He gives a more lighthearted energy to the whole squad of yes. Violet, Rhiannon, and Riddick, and Sawyer. And, like, he is, he's what they need because everything's so serious all the time. Yeah. So I like him for that. Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Our girl's just playing the field. She's, yeah. She's not she's scared. Having, she's having a good time. And I, I love to see it. But will she settle down or will she keep getting around <laughs> i think we're gonna find out a little bit more because she's she says i think near the end like her and tara are on again off again mm-hmm. and at the time they're off again and they she said they're gonna like revisit it after graduation so i think we'll find out maybe a little yeah. bit more but i don't know if she'll settle yeah. down i love her i do too 
She's one of my favorites. Maybe we'll... She, she stuck up for Violet right away, too, which I love. Yes. Like, yes. she's like, look, Dane, talk to me like that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see with Rhiannon. I think she's yeah. going to have some more fun. She's still got some uh, notches in her belt. To... She's got to... She needs to sew her oats. She's sewing her oats. Yes, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some other characters we haven't even met yet, you know? Yeah, we don't know what can happen. There's still so much. There's I know. still four more books. I know. What about Sloane? I can't wait to meet Sloane. Mm. I cannot wait. Do we think that she's deaf and that's how Liam knew sign language? I do. I am on board with that theory out there. I think she is deaf. It would play right into um, Violet being able to talk to her and protect her right away because Violet knows Mm -hmm. sign language because of Jacinia. Yep. Speaking of Jacinia, I would love to know more about her. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she's going to play a much larger role. I think scribes in general will. I think there's going to be a large portion of scribes that join the rebellion eventually. Yeah. I mean, I hope so because definitely important things that have been said as far as her dad saying you can wipe out a history. One generation can erase history and scribes are so important to that. They're the ones who did it. That's so. That's such a great point that you bring up because yeah, it was a scribe that said that and who who controls the history? It's the scribe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a very valid point. Yeah. We'll get we'll get more flashbacks of Violet's dad, I bet. I hope. I want to know more about dad. I want to know about Sloane. I want to know about Justinia. Like, I just want to get to know some of these characters better. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited too. So on November 7th, five days from when this airs, we're going to be off social media for at least a couple days. Heidi reads faster than me, guys, so she'll be back sooner. But I need a good solid two, three days. I I fly through. I admittedly I read too fast on that first read because I just want to know what's going to happen. But I am known to do a reread immediately after. It could be a few days (laughs) because you're going to read it twice. That's probably smart. That's if I read it twice, it and I like tabbed it the way that I did Fourth Wing. Oh my gosh! I'll see you in December. I can't. But I usually I catch things on the first read when I do a reread right away like that. It's so fresh in my head. And then I catch things better the second oh, time around. Yeah. That one was kind of brutal. I did that with Crescent City, the last Crescent City book. Ooh. And it's they're such big books. Like I but I flew through it. And then immediately reread. And it was like. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. And you kept asking me if I read it yet. Like, I was like, I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. Are you done yet? Because <laughs> we need to talk about the cliffhanger in that one too. Oh my gosh. Anyways, oh, it's for another episode. Yeah. I am so excited about Iron Flame and everything that's going to come from these books. We will do an episode for every book. No doubt about it. Yeah. The way theories roll, there's going to be new theories about Iron Flame oh, up yeah. until the third book. There's still fourth wing theories coming out. Every day, new ones. Just yeah. look at our comment section on TikTok. It's They're a, all there. It's a, it's a hole. It's just be prepared to go down a large hole if you're going to go yes. into the comment section. It's awesome. As much as we love Fourth Wing, Iron Flame, talking about how much we dislike Dane, our next episode is going to be on November 16th, and it will be a tournament of bad guys, if you will. We are going to do a single elimination bracket style tournament of bad guys. We are going to see who is our favorite character that we love to hate. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be so fun. We're using all of the Sarah J Moss universe and Fourth Wing for our character selection. So that's to give you an idea and we cannot wait all right y'all thank you so much for joining us i hope you come back please look for us on the socials we're on tiktok and ig at booksnarks pod on both please leave us your comments your questions reviews are super appreciated we can't wait to interact go follow us go find us till next time y'all happy reading <laughs>